Welcome to the Lord of Love podcast, where we believe that self-healing is a spiritual journey and your success on that path is inevitable. I'm an expert self-healing guide, a mentor for women who are on their life transformation journeys. I'm also a success coach and a deep advocate of plant medicine, which I talk about a lot on the show. But the Lord of Love podcast isn't about me. It's about helping you move one step closer to your dream life and creating the reality you deserve. Whether you are healing chronic illness, childhood trauma, financial blocks, or you just want to love yourself more in this lifetime, you're in the right place. Join me every week as we talk about spiritual principles, conscious life creation, and success strategies to expand your mind, heal your heart, and bring you back home to yourself. Okay, here we go. Wow. <laughs> Hello. Hello, my gorgeous sisters. What a what a beautiful moment to be here with you. I I'm moving through so much right now. I am looking at the calendar and today is my official first day off the grid. So I'm shutting down my social media apps. I'm disconnecting from technology. I'm going to be MIA for a little while. And that is because I'm going to be traveling to Peru to experience another deep, beautiful study with ayahuasca. If you don't know, ayahuasca is a psychedelic healer. It is a plant medicine from the jungle of the Amazon, and it is a plant that has drastically changed my life. I started sitting with plant medicine about five years ago. I had a, uh, a deep desire to heal my relationship with myself, heal my relationship with my body, and little did I know that healing my relationship with myself would drastically change my entire world. So if you don't know the backstory, if you haven't been here for a while, if you're here because you're getting to know me and you're growing your relationship with the Lauren of Love brand, my mission here is all about spirituality, entrepreneurship, and self-healing. And that is because for a long time, I thought that success and achieving milestones and building freedom was the most important thing in the entire world. If I could just get recognized, if I could just build a high level of impact, if I could just get the right amount of following or the right amount of income, then I could feel worthy. But if you've been here for a while, you know it, it, my journey and my path didn't really work out that way. Not at all. I went on a deep, dark night of the soul back in 2018 when I was working so hard in my business that my chronic illness took over my entire life. And I didn't realize, but at the time I had a lot of repressed, suppressed trauma that I had not paid attention to from my childhood. And I was chasing validation and acceptance 
and approval and validation from others to feel good about myself. And so back then, 2018 and 2019, in a deep, dark night of hopelessness, I sought out plant medicine because I had tried everything else. And my life changed immensely, rapidly, in a crazy way. And when I look at the work I do now in the world that's so heart-centered and so rooted in this premise of vulnerability, I realized that plant medicine really brought me home to myself. Now, I've sat with ayahuasca for more times than I can count, like probably 50 or more. And she's a really deep part of my work. She's a really you know, the grandmother spirit, we call her. She's really deep and connected to my heart and a big part of what allows me to continue to grow, continue to expand, continue to stretch and change and become better in my life. And I wanted to do her a service (laughs) and do all of you guys a service by sharing a, a little blast from the past, if you will, a recorded conversation from my very first ayahuasca experience today on the Lauren of Love podcast. So this is a recording that I found in my archive of my very first time sitting with plant medicine. Now for reference, I had sat with mushrooms once before because I was trying to heal my mental health and I had heard that mushrooms were a really great tool for that. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into and, you know, I haven't even listened to this conversation that I'm going to share with you. I'm actually like really excited to share it, whatever it has in store. I know it's going to be right for you, but this is the actual recording from the very first time I sat. I went to Rhythmia, which is a resort center in Costa Rica, and I don't personally, in my years of study now, I don't personally recommend Rhythmia to people who are just starting out, but this is where I went my very first time, and oof, man, did this crack me open and send me down a wild path, and you know, I think when you're healing, you you don't know what you're getting yourself into, <laughs> and I also think that When we're searching for answers, sometimes the plants and these allies that we have in Mother Nature are really the support system for bringing us back to ourselves, bringing us back to our highest power, bringing us back to our remembrance of who we truly are at our core, which is self-love. So I felt like because today was the first day of my sabbatical as I'm preparing for Peru, getting ready for another dieta, that I will go ahead and share this episode. So yeah, I'm I'm going to diet in Peru. This is the second time I've done this where I've disconnected from social media and have gone for a dieta. And if you don't know what that is, that's a, um, a study of healing where you remove yourself from the world, you remove yourself from technology and connection to others, and you go to a remote place in the jungle, and your number one job is just to pray and connect to yourself while sitting with ayahuasca and other master plant teachers. So this is my day. I'm getting ready to board the ship and leave. I can't believe it's happening. And it just felt like divine timing to share this with you because You know, the truth is that inner healing is the medicine. It's the medicine for everything. 
to look at yourself, to look at your shadows, to look at what you're holding on to that doesn't serve you, to let go of the stories of what you think you are, to become who you are really meant to be. You know, that's that's the real work. That's the real, real work. So it's an honor to share this blast from the past with all of you. You're going to probably notice I talk about something called Business Babe. This was an old brand that I ran back in those years. And so, you know, you can just ignore the references to that. Everything that you need to find me is on laurenoflove.com and it always will be. But I felt like this little glimpse from the old time is just a really good expander for all of you to hear my story and to hear a little bit about what I was navigating that brought me to the work and yeah I just hope it inspires you today so without further ado (laughs) sit back and relax and enjoy this episode of the Lauren of Love podcast I don't know about you, but I'm pretty tired of seeing perfection in the online space. All the designer handbags, the lavish vacations, the fancy success. I mean, it's all so inspiring, but at the same time, it kind of misses the mark in relatability. See, for me, my brand is all about vulnerability and authenticity. And I wanted to create something special for you guys to lift the veil on this perfection and dive deep into the truth about what it really takes to build a successful business. That's why I have put together an exclusive secret podcast series. It's called What I Wish I Knew. And in this series, I'm interviewing 12 incredible dear friends of mine to ask them that very important question. Looking back on your healing journey, looking back on your business journey, what do you wish you knew? These conversations are real, raw, and authentic, and they are jam-packed with the lessons that you need to move the needle forward on your personal development journey and self-healing expansion. To join the series, to get access, to sign up, and get a free experience, all you have to do is go to laurenoflove.com slash wish. Go to that page, put your email address in, and you will receive an exclusive invite to sign up for this experience. It is truly amazing. I have gotten through my first plant ceremony experience and We have four while we're here, so I wanted to really do a good job of holding space to digest each and every one of these particular experiences, and I thought about like recording all of this after, but I I honestly think that the ceremonies are going to start to blur and get confusing, and I I really wanted to do a good job of like documenting the journey for you. So uh, two little housekeeping things. Number one, I'm going to take this video and put this on the Badass Business Podcast, so If you're listening and you're like in the middle of something, you can always go back and listen to these again. Uh, I'm gonna end up pulling the audio and putting them on the Badass Business Podcast. And then also um, the other thing I'm gonna just preface this by saying is this is my experience, right? So please do not be like, Lauren said I need to go and like experience plant psychedelics. And uh, yeah, I don't want that to happen to you. Guys, tell me if you can hear me, please. Like put some love in the comments. Hi, Sarah Howard, what is up? Um, So let me just like give you guys some background on this. So 
Uh, I have some dear spiritual friends that I get together with every quarter. It is so important for us to all hold space to grow together, especially as women. This is why I'm, I'm really shifting into holding some big events in uh, the 2020 year because I know how impactful getting out of your house and going to a foreign location to do inner work can be for somebody, right? So if you want to see details on that, go to badassbusinessbabe.com. Uh, so we do these trips, you know, every so often, and we've all been feeling this calling to experience spirituality on a deeper level. And there is something called plant medicine. And if you don't know what this is, it has been used for centuries in ceremony. I did a blog post about it on badassbusinessbabe.com. You can just search, uh, search, uh, psychedel uh, not psychedelics, search spirituality or spiritual, and you'll find it. It's like one of the most recent blog posts. So anyway, um, yeah, we've just been all feeling this calling to like experience a deeper level of something bigger than ourselves, right? I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what you practice, but you know, I shared this on Instagram today. Our ability to be successful is twofold. It's about showing up and doing the work and getting where you want to go and then also surrendering. And sometimes like in plant ceremony, you got to do those two things at once. So we're doing inner work where it's effort and you know you talk to people here who've been here before and it's like this is hard work this is real hard work um one of my friends was like this is one of the hardest things i've ever done right uh, the power of, of plant medicine is to remove the ego and to show you who you truly are and to show you what life is truly all about and to navigate some of the traumas or the emotional wounds that have been hiding within you for a long time it's also an opportunity to like i said connect to something bigger and more profound than you and when we get lost in the fear of how do I be successful? How do I achieve everything that I want? How do I have all the money I desire? How do I manifest the man of my dreams? How, 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 right? We are controlling and we're not really allowing the universe to show us the signs. And so plant medicine is like, let's do the work, let's go quick. So uh, we've had this trip on the radar and just so you know, I'm literally recording this while I'm sitting in a bunch of ants right now like that's how much I want to record this for you it's like too sunny and shiny over here I'm literally sitting in an ant farm <laughs> and I'm like I have to record this for you guys so uh, we had this on the radar for a while and my health has been a real struggle for me lately in this season I've been sober now for almost a year I came off of uh, other things that I was taking like Prozac and my my gut has been a really big issue I've been you know, really mistreating my body with food and not taking care of this vessel. And like, I came to this place with really a couple of different intentions. One of which being, I really want to heal my body. I have sweats and rashes every night, no matter what I eat. And it's so frustrating. And sometimes it's gotten to the point where I have not been able to sit down and focus on what I'm truly trying to do because I'm so fucking itchy. There's something wrong with my gut right? And that's probably from years of antibiotics and drinking. And now like it's all hitting me, right? So I came here with that intention. I also came here with intention to heal my relationship with my mom. Um, my mom and I have been estranged for just four months, which has felt like an eternity for me. Uh, we were not close growing up. We had a really tumultuous, abusive relationship with one another. And we came together as adults to have a healthy relationship. And then we got into a little bit of a, a conflict. And then I was like, I can't have you in my life unless you're taking care of yourself. And I said this to her. I said, I can't have you in my life unless you're really doing something to go seek help. Because my mom is really emotionally struggling. 
My mom did not like that ultimatum and she was like, fine, you don't wanna to talk to me? I won't fucking talk to you for four months. And so I came here like really wanting to explore the mother wound. So my health and wellness, the mother wound, uh, I also wanted to, obviously this is something that I'm always focused on is really just anchoring into the clarity of my mission. You know, like what the fuck am I really gonna do for taking badass business, babe, to in the direction it's meant to be, right? What are the next steps? Universe, show me the way, right? Like tell me where I'm supposed to go. Tell me what I'm supposed to be talking about. Tell me what I'm supposed to create for this beautiful community because I love you guys so fucking much. And I just want you to have everything that you desire, right? So like I'm here, you know, for me and I'm also kind of here for you because I know when I do this work, I can be of better service to you. I could have this profound impact. So I was ready and I went to plant ceremony. And so this place is really cool. If you've not heard about it, it's called Rhythmia. Um, this is literally the only place in the world that is certified to do these experiences. They are, they have a medical staff on board. It is safe. Um, it is private. It's all inclusive. So it's, uh, you know, you get a beautiful pool. There's a steam room, sauna. Uh, there's a cold plunge, hot plunge. There's mud, massages, colonics raw food like it's just everything that my body has needed and I actually didn't really know the impact of the wellness side of this until I got here and I'm like thank you universe like this is exactly what we needed I, mean, I had no idea that it was like so um healing based in the body and not just in like take this plant medicine right like they really do a good job of having all these amenities here for you to have an all-encompassing healing experience and so um, we got here on the first day and like it's Jen and me and Stephanie and Catherine and we're like getting together and we're setting intentions and I started to get really nervous because I'm like oh my god like I don't know holy shit like what if I poop myself <laughs> because really plant medicine uh, is about purging right there's stuff in our bodies we hold emotion within our bodies and so one of the powerful gifts of plant medicine is that you can target uh, certain areas of trauma that exist within your body or certain health issues and you can literally purge them like this one guy I was talking to he had a brain tumor and he's uh, been sort of in remission for a while but they always knew that they left a piece of it within his brain and uh, they couldn't touch it because of where it was placed and so he did all these plant medicine journeys and the last night he was vomiting and he asked the bucket he could he give you a bucket what are, what are you bucket like what do I need to know and it was his tumor like coming out so now he's like I can't wait to go home and get tested and see if this is like not here anymore and there are miracles after miracles of stories like this of people who have come to the plants for emotional wellness for curing addiction for curing mental health issues for elevating their consciousness I mean all these things right so it can be good and it can also be bad people report seeing demons and and uh, evil things and hate and darkness and they tell you here, you're supposed to move into that pain. Don't resist it, don't run away from it, like move into it, right? So one of the things I really love about this place is that they educate you. There are classes that we've been going to every day that talk about, hey, this is what plant medicine is and this is what you might expect and this is what to do if this happens. And there are, the way they describe it, there are four different types of trips or journeys. I like to use the word journey because when we talk about trips, I think like, back to high school when you're like using you know alcohol and smoking pot to go on like a trip um and so anyway so there are four different types of trips you can have and one of them is the consult where you can ask spirit questions and she can show you answers and then there's also the vision quest which they call i think the pink the pinto um, and that's where you can literally see things 
And then there is the nada where like nothing happens, but things are actually really happening. You're just not like experiencing it within the journey. And then there was something else I can't remember. So um, we all do ceremony and there's 80 of us, right? And so about 80 of us, there's a room at 5.30 and you're not supposed to eat, you know, the time leading up to the experience. So uh, we stopped eating around two o'clock and then at 5.30 we walked into ceremony space and we each pick, uh, there's um, mattresses, right? Mattresses on the floor for each person. Everybody gets a mattress, pillow, uh, roll of toilet paper, because if you need to like wipe your face, uh, and then a bucket in case you have to vomit or purge. And so, um, anyway, so we all get there, we're sitting, and they have the shamans like all at the top, all lined up, and they ask you to set intentions and then they the first ceremony that they do is not ayahuasca they do this tobacco up the nose and you all wait in line and they do this chant it's like whoosh -ta, whoosh -ta. and like I don't you don't really know what they're saying but it's like all right this is kind of cool this guy's wearing like a bunch of jewelry all over his body and he has feathers on his head and like this is pretty awesome like I've never done anything so um so native right before so cultural before it was really really cool uh, and so uh, we do that and then we go up for our first drink. And this was like where, like I didn't even take the plant medicine where it's, when it started working in me because they're putting tobacco smokes in the room and they're pl playing drums and you're just like in this really shamanic healing energy. And like, I was about to go for my first drink cause you wait on this long line and we were the last in line. And I'm like, fuck, it's taking forever. Like I just want this drink. So it's not really gonna taste that good. And I just want to get back to my mattress. <laughs> like go through this and uh, right as I'm about to walk up to um, receive my medicine which is like a little shot glass this big bug flies in my face and it almost looked like a, a bumblebee which is very symbolic to us as sisters the women who I'm here with we have the bumblebee as our sign you can see the I'm wearing the DMT molecule um, which is the psychedelic effect of ayahuasca and uh, their little honeycombs, the molecule. Uh, so it's very symbolic for us. And so it's like bumblebee flies in my face and I'm like, whoa, like get away from me. And I move back and then I hear this message within me and it says, no, that's exactly what you're not supposed to do, Lauren. When the scary thing happens tonight, move into it, don't resist it. And I was like, okay, awesome. Grandmother Ayahuasca, they call her grandmother because she's this very grandmother at maternal energy of nurturing and uh, wisdom, right? So grandma, who can sometimes be a tough cookie, take my plant medicine and go lay down and I don't feel it. So an hour and a half goes by and then they call you for your second. And so I'm like, beeline, like I gotta go. I am not feeling this, like nothing is happening. I like, this is dumb, right? Like I didn't really think that, but like I was like, come on, like do something, work your magic. And so I take the second plant medicine, I lay down, and there were these feelings of nausea that kind of came up, but um, as would anything that like you chug that's really thick and like isn't really exactly tasty, right? Like you just doesn't really feel that great. So I'm allowing it and I'm sit, having it sit in my body and I'm closing my eyes and I start to see these visions of like a woman's face and it just pops up like one here, one here and just like flashes and I can't really grasp or hold on to any of the visions and I just allow them to come through. I'm like, this is what it is, like it's happening. Um, and then 
you know, I think it's important to note too, I came into ceremony with a lot of physical pain um, that day and the day before my chronic illness had started escalating. And so I was getting my, you know, just really bad distension in my stomach and these pains and exhaustion and like just not being really present and uh, uncomfortable in my body and a lot of aches and pains. And so I take that medicine, I start to see these visions and then my pains start getting like worse. Like, and I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, and I was itching all over the place. Like, just itch. Total itch. Like, I just wanted to rip my skin off. And I just allowed it. And I'm like, okay, Lauren, be present with this. Like, this is what you're here for. And then, and I'm going to get this messed up because obviously, like, things kind of jumble in the fog. Um, the question that they have you ask is, show me who I've become. Show me who I've become. And I didn't really necessarily think about that question, but I knew from like the classes that this was something that, um, this was something that I needed to pay attention to and hold space to just like receive in the experience. And I got this vision of um, just me in my total unhealthy body. And like just, I could see myself in so much pain. I watched myself from that perspective, just like not being comfortable not being aligned, not feeling connected. Uh, and then I got this flash of my sexual trauma and I did not bring that to the table, you guys. Like I wasn't like, I'm gonna heal my sex trauma from 20 years ago, right? Or 10 years ago. Um, I had kind of thought I did all that work, right? Like I thought I'd been through all of that and navigated it. And so I see my uh, sexual assaulter, my rapist, right? And I see him. And I have compassion for him. Like I understand for the first time how fucked up he was and how much pain he was in and why he was so unwell and why he put that on me, right? And I could see that and understand that and appreciate it. And I, I, I there's almost a point where I wanted to run from it because I didn't want to see those visions. I didn't want to be in that pain. I didn't want to witness it, but I allowed myself to go in and I stepped into it more deeply. And then for the first time, this was like a mind block for me for a while, I had forgotten, because he was my boyfriend at the time, the man who raped me, I had forgotten about all the years of abuse, all of the, uh, not years, months of verbal abuse that he put on me and how much pain I felt carrying that. And it's like all these years of being an alcoholic, I've been sober now for almost a year, uh, it was like I was trying to hide from that. And I was mad at myself that I allowed somebody to so poorly mistreat me. And I've been resisting seeing that because I didn't want to feel like I was a bad person or I didn't want to feel like I had failed myself. And so I would suppress that pain and uncomfortable energy with alcohol uh, for years. And I've been sober for almost a year and this has never come up. And I was for the first time looking at how I allowed the disrespect and I allowed and created an environment for somebody to mistreat me. And I took full ownership of it in that, that experience. Uh, it was profound. It was so profound. And then, uh, then I was like, I gotta fucking get him out of my body, right? Because I, I know that this energy is existing in my body, and I don't want it anymore. And I'm like, oh my god, this this has to go. So I lean over and I look at the bucket, and they tell you to like talk to the bucket. And I'm like, get the fuck out of me! Like I was like, just get out. I was so determined to just like release this. This is where it's gonna get a little TMI for you guys. It's important to know that like some of the experiences and effects you might have are similar to being like drunk and high at the same time. So you're like a little loopy, you're doing some silly stuff. You know, not everything is making total sense. 
And, um, you know, I'm like looking at the bucket and I'm like, get this out, get this out, get this out. Like, I don't want this in my body anymore. It needs to go. And I couldn't throw up. And my stomach is hurting and I'm having these visions of all of this like trauma. And I'm like, I don't want this anymore. And I get this down low, go outside. And I go outside and I'm holding my bucket and I'm like, bucket, tell me, like, how do I, what do I do? <laughs> like talking to this bucket. And I'm looking at the bucket and it's pure dark. And I'm sitting outside of, there's like a, we're in like a big room, but there's outdoors with hammocks and grass and beautiful stars and the moon, right? And so I'm holding my, my bucket and I'm like, please tell me like, what, how do I get you out? How do I get you out? And I look and I start to see these green, almost like the Aurora Borealis sort of green light flicker in like three little different places of the bucket and it's like lighting up and I'm, I'm holding it and it's so dark and I, I lean in to see I'm like I want to see more of this beauty like talk beautiful green lights like tell me like I want to know so I lean in and in that moment as I leaned in the bucket direction changed and it reflected from the moon and it glowed in like this beautiful white light and I just saw this like such beautiful clarity and vision. Now, for those of you who are listening to this and you're like, fuck, I want to go to Rhythmia, please just keep listening. Um, when we air this on the podcast and after I record this, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to invite you guys in some sort of deal. So before you go and book your stuff, just let me know. Um, so anyway, because I'm like, everybody has to do this. It's so game changing in my opinion. Uh, so anyway, so I'm like with this bucket and I, I see her and I can understand the message in that moment. It's that you know, everything that you hold has a dark and a light side to it. And you can look at it and you can hold that bucket and you can see all the darkness and search for that light and go, nothing is coming, nothing is coming. But once you move in just a tiny little direction, everything shifts and that light from the moon just shined into that bucket and it was like, that was the message I needed, time to go back inside. So I go back inside, I'm playing and I'm like, in a, there's a part of me that's like laughing my ass off to this because I'm like, you know, I'm walking around and all of these people are laying in their beds and some of them are throwing up and some of them are crying and I'm just like walking around like trying to get something out of my body and nothing's happening. So um, this is again TMI. I'm like, I really need to get him out of my body and I wasn't vomiting and then all of a sudden I had to poop and they tell you, they're like, you might have total diarrhea while you're doing this and that was my biggest fear of like shitting my pants in front of a room of 80 people. Um, actually, side note, I need to tell you something. So when we got here, they do weeks back to back. So you come for a full week. You can't just do one. You have to go through the full week. So when you arrive, the old group is leaving. And we were talking to this old group. And the old group was telling us that in the middle of like one of their third or fourth ceremonies, like 20 minutes in, this guy stands up and he shouts across the entire room, I just shit my pants. Make fun of me if you want, but I just shit my pants. I was cracking up. I thought this was so funny, uh, but I was deeply afraid to like do something like that. <laughs> so um, anyway, I, um, I released and I felt this feeling of all of the pain leave my body. It was fucking wild. Like the cramp I had in my hip and the pain I had in my head and the crink in my neck, all of it just disappeared within that moment. And I knew what I was releasing was that emotional trauma from my assault and I knew that it was time to say goodbye to it. So I flushed the toilet, peaced out, went back down into my bed and then I had the best night ever. Like it was so fucking cool after that. It was like, I think on some level, Grandmother Io was like, okay, you did the work, now it's time for you to play. 
now it's time for you to have fun. And so I started to see all these geometric patterns and I started to see this beauty and love and I went outside and I sat in the grass and I talked to Mother Earth and obviously because I'm tripping, I have my hands on the earth and I'm like, thank you so much for what you do for us and I'm so sorry that we've mistreated you. And then I'm talking to the sky and I'm like, thank you, Mother Moon, I love you, like you're so beautiful and she had a face and the stars were moving. And so I'm sitting in like this deep thought and in that moment, all of the questions that I had about my business started to download. All the questions about my development and my growth and my next levels, it was like boom, 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 this is the answer. And it was so cool because for so long I've been really struggling with really understanding the big vision of where I was going and then also being like, well, what are my now steps, right? Like you have a big vision in your life, but then you have your now steps. And I didn't know what my now steps were. And so here she is, Grandmother Aya, telling me what all my now steps are. And so I'm thanking her and I'm thanking her. And then at one point I look back up the moon, back up to the moon and like, guys, we live on a planet so the moon moves, right? So like I'm looking up here and I'm like, where'd she go? Like she was right here before and she moved. And I'm like, oh, there she is, Mrs. Moon. And I turn my head and I'm like, you're such a trickster. Like you're over there and then you're over here. And I was cracking up. It was like just the funniest thing because I think I was like, wow, we live on a fucking planet and we're rotating in space and the moon is moving. Like that is just fucking crazy or like we're moving. So anyway, it was just really funny. It was very, very funny. Um, and then what else happened? So <laughs> then I started to wonder again about my health because I had felt this wave of relief and I was afraid that it would go away. I was afraid that I had just done all this work and had done all this healing and looked at my trauma and then I immediately, like my ego came in and it was like, well, what if all of the work that you're doing here is gonna be a waste and tomorrow when you wake up, you don't get any answers and your body still hurts? What if you're still addicted to food? What if you still struggle with binge eating? What if you still have no desire to work out? What if you still have exhaustion? Like, what are you gonna do? What if your gut hurts? What if you have digestional issues? And so then I start to cry and I'm sitting in the grass and I start, I surrender, I surrender. And I'm like, please help me. Like, and I was crying and I was, I was like praying in like a really beautiful way. Just like this, like, please help me. And please show me what I need to do next because I can't feel like this anymore. I'm so sick and I'm tired and I don't want to be this way anymore. And then she said, go inside, go inside. And so I went inside and I lay down in my bed and I started to see the geometric patterns again. And I started to dance and I'm like, oh my God, this music, cause they play all this music. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. And I'm like, in my bliss. And then I go and I lay down and I go into a deep state. And uh, I have this vision of, and this is where it gets like really weird. I had this vision of me laying down they say 74% of people in the ayahuasca experiences here experience some some form of celestial surgery. And celestial surgery is just this vision of something removing from your body, uh, someone taking something out of your body, whether it's a person or a spirit or uh, an animal or, in my case, a fucking alien. And so um, I was... Sorry, everybody's texting me. I was... Uh, sitting laying in my bed and I woke up and the vision I saw was exactly what you would see as if like you woke up in the middle of anesthesia and I woke up and in the middle of anesthesia and I can't move and I, I feel I know where I am and there's all these bright lights 
and the doctors like poke their head over and they're aliens. They look like aliens and they're doing surgery on me. And I'm like, what, can you tell me who you are? Like, I didn't even like want to know what they were doing to my body. I was just like, can you please tell me who you are? Like, I really need to know who you are. They're like, no, you don't, don't worry. We're not from this planet. And then they said, um, I said, well, then what are you doing to my body? Like, can you let me know? And they said, surrender. Like, you, why do you need to know? And I relaxed, I went in and then I woke up and I had all of these breakthroughs around my health and wellness, all of these breakthroughs around what I should be doing differently, how I should be using food, when I should be working out, what I should be taking to nourish my body, how I should be focused on my nutrition. It was like every, because I've been struggling too with this issue of like, there's so much fucking information out there. I think business coaches feel this way and that's why they come to Badass Business Faber. Business women come this way come this way because they feel there's so much information out there. What do I implement? And I felt that very much with my health and wellness. So I do keto, do I do vegan, do I do this, do I do that? And it was like grandmother Aya told me everything. And so I'm like, I really fucking need to write this down. I like need to know. Like I don't want to forget any of this. But I didn't and I just trusted. And uh, we came out of ceremony and it was beautiful. And then we all sat in a circle and we shared everybody like opened up and, and raised their hands to talk about what they had been through i love that you guys are posting in the comments come go to Riv, please dm me send me a message i'm gonna make sure i can do something for you guys i'm gonna talk to rhythmia here because it has been so transformative for me and i'm not making any money off of it i just want to be able to give you guys some sort of opportunity to come here um i wouldn't have come here if it wasn't for somebody talking about it if it wasn't for somebody sharing their experiences around plant medicine and so I I just want to encourage you guys to just hear this with open ears because if it's like oh this is fucking weird as shit like I thought this too when I started right I thought it was really strange so anyway I woke up this morning and I nourished my body with food in a way that I have not and I felt alive in a way that I have not in a really long time and I didn't feel pressure or anxiety around my business because it just all made sense and it was so beautiful. It was so freaking cool. It was it was the best feeling. And guys, this is only the first ceremony. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Hi, Jen. Jen Casey's here. So I have no idea what's gonna happen next, but I think I'm just surrendering and allowing to the process and being able to say, you know what? Like this one thing is like gonna show me the way and I don't have to know all the answers right now. So um, that ceremony one is pretty much it. I'm excited to share with you guys tomorrow. We did, um, all of us took selfies uh, the day we got here so we could compare how our faces look between now and after the ceremony. And I already, it's really been a beautiful experience for me. So um, I'm excited to see if any of you guys take that step of going deeper into your spiritual practice with plant medicine. And I'm so happy that you guys were here with me today in all of my sweat and glory and openness and talking about pooping. And just be in here so anyway thank you guys so much i love you thank you for hold 42 of you guys have been on this video that is fucking crazy i i feel so grateful that i got to share with with you guys so um yeah thank you thank you thank you i'll talk to you soon and if you want to follow more of this experience i'm posting on instagram a little bit so you guys can see some of the details and behind the scenes and the beautiful grounds here it is just so healing such a beautiful place Love you guys.